From Commando.com, welcome to the Tech Refresh podcast, where we scour the internet to feature the right digital news, gadgets, and stories, and keep you up to date. Our promise, you give us about 30 minutes, and we'll make sure you're the -the in-the-know, go-to digital source for your friends and family. After an exhaustive nationwide search to find just the right digitally savvy host, well, they finally gave up and you got me. I'm Mike James, along with our distinguished panel of co-hosts. It's uh, Allie, the content queen from Commander.com. Hello, Allie. Hi, Mike. And the news director at Commander.com is Ben Obi-Wan Bradley. (laughs) Hey, Mike. So we've got a lot of stuff we've got to get to, as we do every week. Scam of the Week this week is Typo squatting. We're going to learn a new word, typo squatting. And our quick tip in just a few minutes is you can see if your ISP is slowing you down or what they call throttling your ISP. So they're not giving as much bandwidth as they should be. Also, later on, uh, Allie is on a like a three week uh, winning streak with brand new or not true. Leaving Ben and I in the dust, we're going to find out if we can kind of catch up this week. Our deep dive topic is tech habits to build on or bring in in the new year or stuff that we're going to get rid of. And uh, much, much more. We're going to start with our first story is uh, still no stimulus checks. What? How can you use tech to find out what happened? Yeah, so let's talk about money. So far, most of us Americans have received a combined 1800 bucks from the federal government, the first payment of 1200 and then the $600 payment. Now, if you haven't received your second check, either as a paper check, a direct deposit, or as a debit card, you can report it as missing money. Uh, you can tell the IRS, hey, I didn't get this yet. This must be pretty common right now because the IRS has said, please don't call us to ask. They say their phone operators don't have any information available beyond what you'll find on, you know, the IRS website or the app itself. Don't forget about the, yeah, they don't have time to take your call. They don't have time to make the calls either. That's why it should be easy to uh, forget about those IRS scams and everything else that, you know, trying to call you and coax you out of your money. Right. Banks and the IRS are not going to call. You can use a couple tools. Uh, Get My Payment is a free tracking tool from the, on the IRS website. You just put in your social your or your taxpayer ID, your birthday, your address, and you can see your status. So the portal there will tell you whether your payment has gone out. You need to be patient. If it says your payment has gone out, but it's been four weeks and you haven't got the paper check, it probably got lost somehow. Uh, for direct deposit, that's only five days. So if it said, you know, five days or more, you've been paid out and you haven't gotten it yet, there's a problem. So you need to contact the IRS. You can file something uh, called a payment trace, which we'll show you how to do over on the website. So speaking of the stimulus bill, uh, it also includes free internet or a $50 credit if you qualify. Uh, This includes anybody on government assistance or if you've been laid off or furloughed or you're just making less money during the pandemic. Uh, It's not rolled out everywhere yet, but Q-Link Wireless uh, started their program early and you can get free mobile talk, data and text. So head over to, again, go to commando.com and we'll show you exactly who qualifies and how to sign up for it. Good to know. Thank you, Allie. And apparently there's a Belkin charger recall and many uh, several other recalls. Ben, go ahead. Here's a situation where the expression, you get what you pay for, definitely applies. So just go to Amazon and type phone charger, and you'll see hundreds of results. Cheap cables, charging adapters, and other tech accessories that often don't work like they're supposed to, and sometimes they're also a potential fire risk. Even well-known brands aren't immune from those problems like Belkin, and if you have a specific wireless charging stand uh, made by that company, it's just been recalled. 
Uh, specifically, it's the Belkin Portable Wireless Charger Plus Stand Special Edition. It was sold on Belkin's website and at Apple.com from July through October last year for $80. So the Consumer Product Safety Commission recall says a manufacturing defect in the power supply can cause the charger to malfunction and overheat, which could be a shock hazard or lead to a fire. If you go to commando.com, we've got more info about this recall, including what this charging stand looks like and how to get in touch with Belkin if you have one. First thing is to stop using it. That means also making sure it's not still plugged in. Uh, We've also got info on a few other uh, recent recalls of note, like a rechargeable fillet knife, a percussion massage gun, and a food recall involving hundreds of thousands of pounds of pepperoni hot pockets that might contain pieces of glass or plastic. I'm taking those back right now. I can't get over the fact that they did the recall in pounds of hot pockets. Like, <laughs> we should start, like, honey, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I'll have like half a pound of hot pockets. <laughs> it make it sound so appealing. I mean, especially the glass and plastic, but even just. Yummy. Hmm. Seems like uh, every time somebody comes out with something good, somebody's going to get a copy of it. And uh, that's what's going on over at the Android store. It is. I'm back to tell you about more bad apps you need to delete off your phone. We've told you about this before. It's a strain of malware called adware. Essentially, when you have one of these apps and this gets downloaded onto your phone, you get intrusive pop-up ads everywhere you go. Not just when you open the app, but in other places on your phone, too. They're really obnoxious. So if you feel like, man, there's something weird going on with my phone, it might be one of these apps. Now, this new batch is extra tricky because they're copycats of real trustworthy apps. Uh, combined, they have 10 million downloads. There's a whole big list. We've got it on the site, um, and we'll link. We link you over to the original report because there are 163 different ones. But some of the standouts: Wi-Fi Key, Wi-Fi Speed Test, Ringtone Maker, App Lock, Secure Gallery Vault, Battery Saver Pro. It's always a bummer when you download something you think will keep you safer, and it's actually just putting spam on your phone. Yeah, something. Just a general rule of thumb, especially because it, it seems like it's. Every other week when apps are getting pulled from the Google Play Store over ads or anything else. But, you know, it, a lot of times it's the naming convention that you can watch out for. It can be something very simple like what Allie just said. Or it can be something like Photo Edit Love Pro or Wonder Wallpaper Music Player. It's like words that don't seem to go together very well. Yeah, it's kind of like the spam rule of thumb that if it seems like, you know, if, if the grammar and the syntax and all that stuff seems off, yeah, it's probably a bad sign. And so much of that stuff you already have on your phone anyway. Fly, you know, flashlight apps and document scanning apps. They, they come native on your phone now, whether you have an iPhone or an Android. It doesn't matter. All right. If you've ever looked at your uh, router or if you thought your, uh, your speed on your router should be a little bit faster, up next we've got a tip on how to tell if your ISP is throttling you back. In other words, they're not giving you as much bandwidth as they promise. Our deep dive later on, tech habits we're trying to break or build for 2021. And the scam of the week is just ahead as well. And brand new or not true on Tech Refresh from Commando.com. We're back on the Tech Refresh podcast from Commando.com. And later on, we'll tell you about... A special glasses that helped a colorblind man see more clearly. Before we get to brand new or not true, we've got a quick tip we want to share with you. And it's uh, all about uh, ISP throttling. Yeah. So 
It's the worst when your internet's slow, right? And you go through all these things thinking, what might this be? Do I need to restart? Uh, Is there a problem with my router? What's going on here? Now, it might be throttling in some cases, and that could be that it's the time of day when everyone in your neighborhood is watching Netflix, and so you're just not going to have as much bandwidth. But sometimes it's because your ISP is doing it for whatever reason. There's a really easy way to check, and you need a VPN. So step one, you want to do a speed test. My favorite is speedtest.net. Make sure you don't go to speedtest.com. Run a speed test, take note of what results you get, then turn on a VPN. Do another speed test and see how it compares. You can switch the server and do a few others, and then you'll have a good comparison against your non-VPN network. Uh, And then if you see a big discrepancy there, like you get a way lower number when the VPN is not on, that means your ISP is throttling you. So if you find this, um, check a few times, make sure it's not a one-off, but then definitely reach out to your internet service provider, let them know what you found. And in a lot of cases, they can speed you back up without even having to make a house call. We should exp- explain a little bit about a VPN. That's called – it's a virtual private network. One of our sponsors is ExpressVPN. And this is another one you want to make sure if you were going to download a VPN app for your phone or something or even put it on your computer that you get a good quality one that's not doing as we just talked about, ripping you off some other way. But ExpressVPN is a, is a great one and they are a sponsor. There you go. Yeah, those free VPNs are some of the worst privacy offenders. So. Don't download one of those. It's time for America's newest national game show sensation, brand new or not true. Every week, literally thousands of new products, sites, apps, and services are announced in the technology world. Some are destined for greatness, others, well, not so much. Oftentimes, the products sound crazy, outlandish, and just plain ridiculous. You sit back and think, what were they thinking? And when playing Brand New or Not True, we'll present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas, and it's up to you to decide which two of the three are real, and through the process of elimination, which one of the three is fake. Now, Ben's been in a bad mood since we played this last week, and he lost, like, he just, he was just moping around all weekend, Uh, so now he's on a roll to (laughs) fool Allie and I this week with the products. All right, so we're ready for product number one. All right, it's a new week, (laughs) and I will be winning this one. So today's theme is going to be CES, which this year's wrapped up just over a week ago. Now we'll see who was paying attention. (laughs) Two of these were actually at CES in the last year or two, and Uh one is a total fake. Okay. Total fake. So let's start with the Mudra Band. It might look like an ordinary watch strap, but this one can turn your Apple Watch into a completely touch-free device. Because on the inside of this particular band are surface nerve conductance sensors that measure the activity of your nervous system, as in the actual electrical signal sent by your brain to your fingers. Combine the sensors with a deep learning algorithm that translates that activity, and now you have someone who's able to control the functions of an Apple Watch simply using finger gestures, like just move your thumb to skip a song or pinch two fingers together to answer a call. You can pre-order it right now for one seventy-nine. One seventy-nine. What's it called? The Mutter Band. Mutra. Mutra. Yeah. You know, wireless charging makes it easier to get your phone battery back to green levels, but even that tech is pretty commonplace right now. You've got charging pads, stands, Apple's new iPhone 12, you know, with MagSafe options. But what if you can turn an entire surface like a table into a virtual wireless charging surface? You can with the UTS-1. Think of it as a Ninja key charger because 
All you do is mount it to the bottom of a table with adhesive tape or screws, then let it you know, let it do its thing. It can send up to 30 watts of power through the tabletop, at least as long as it's thin enough. You can get this special wireless wireless charger for just over $100. Wireless charger. Supercharger. Okay, got it. All right. And last, definitely not least, the company Athir Labs is already well known for its augmented reality tech, particularly when it comes to glasses that overlay travel directions and other trip-related info. Well, the latest AR glasses from this company are meant to stay a little closer to home. Think of the new concept called FitSpec AR as a virtual health coach that can identify food and gently try to steer you away from the more unhealthy choices. Not just the usual junk food, because before you actually put these glasses on, you have to build your profile in an app, including any allergies you have or other health conditions that could be exacerbated by certain foods. You know, so you'll get this AR overlay, like, try this instead message, you know, for generally unhealthy food. But a warning for other stuff that you shouldn't have at all that could be a risk to your health. So these concept classes are expected to go into production by this fall and sell for 400 And there's also a 599 fee each month for the health-related updates and reminders from that app. Okay, so we have the Mutra Band for $179. That is the... Uh, the device that works with an Apple Watch, the UTS, which is just a, a super wireless charger for your phone, and the augmented reality glasses um, that will, I don't know, pick out non-healthy food for you. Okay. So my first product, my first guess at the most likely is the wireless charger. That's that's kind of a no-brainer. I think that one's absolutely true. It comes down to the the first one, the band that works with the Apple Watch. Or the augmented reality. Augmented reality is such a big thing. Uh, the glasses that would pick out the food that you don't want to eat, unhealthy food. I kind of believe that one, although hard to believe. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that one, and I'm gonna go with the Mutra band is the fake product alley. What do you say? Okay, I'm with you on the wireless charger. I think that one is definitely true. I think I got that one in my inbox. Sorry, Ben. Oh. I am going to go the other way. I'm going to say the band is real and the glasses are fake. All right. Ben, who's the winner? At least one of us is going to win this yeah. week, I think. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> no. I no. have an announcement to make. <laughs> Allie's not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> yes! Allie's correct. Good job, Allie. Congratulations Thanks. for paying attention. <laughs> you know, I didn't see that one, but remember when I did the uh, the smart wine glass and you said, nobody wants tech that's going to tell them what they're, you know, to tell them not to, to drink. Right. I think the same thing for food. I don't think people would buy that. That's good. Yeah, I wouldn't. My reign continues. Champ. Mm, my losing streak <laughs> continues. <laughs> tell us more about the Mutra band. Yeah, it's it's real. I mean, it's it's mainly designed not so you know lazy. You don't want to touch my watch, but you know people who have conditions like ALS, you know, may not be able to. You know, they don't have a lot of motor function with their other hand anyway. So that gives them another option to still operate their watch without actually touching it. So I was close again, but just not <laughs> close enough. All right, I'll keep on trying. That's going to do it for this week's edition of brand new or not true. 
Up next, we're going to take a deep dive into tech habits that we're trying to break or build for the new year. Also this week, we've got a scam of the week is called typo squatting. What is it and what you need to watch out for and much more coming up on Tech Refresh from Commando.com. Welcome back to Tech Refresh from Commander.com. Every week we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech. So you're the in-the-know person and the source of tech information for your friends and family. Every week about this time, we take an in-depth look into issues that affect the technology lifestyle. And this week, well, it's a brand new year. Everybody's getting their New Year's resolutions on. And since this is a tech show, we wanted to talk a little bit about the tech habits that we're trying to break or build in the new year. Who wants to start? Allie? I will. So I'm not a big resolutions person, but I do like to look at my habits. And I think the new year is a good time to do it. So one of the things I got, uh, I don't remember if I told you guys, I got the new Apple MacBook Air, Mm -hmm. uh, which is awesome. And so I'm using this as my, all right, everything is nice and new and fresh on this. So I want to treat it well and actually be good about updates. That's my number one thing. So when there's an option for remind me later or skip this update for now, I always click it. And so I'm trying very hard not to. Uh, I've done every update on this computer as it <laughs> pops up. Uh, I even updated the uh, the VPN app on all of our computers. So that's my first one. I'm I'm doing well so far. Okay. Proud of myself. Now I am, you can't see this, but I'm judgmentally shaking my head about all the <laughs> remind me later yeah, things like that. Well, okay. So I get it. You get a new you get a new computer and you want it to be fresh and you don't want to put anything on it. But uh, the updates and stuff like that, ever since Windows really stopped forcing you to update and then restart it, no matter what you were doing, it's been fine. I'll check for updates based on what I've seen. I'll go ahead and download the updates while I'm working and then I'll forget about it until it's time to turn off my computer. And then, you know. Then they like, automatically install yeah, and it takes and forever good. to start it and up. Same <laughs> for my phone. I try to get that done soon. And now the apps, I'm kind of... I don't know. I, I, I check my phone like twice a day to see if I've got app updates, which is usually like I'll have like 15 app updates a day, wow. except on the weekends. How many apps do you have? Not as many as I used to. I mean, <gasps> that's okay. That's one of my other resolutions, and it's, it's not even a new one. It's been kind of like one of those going on for a few years. Maybe I had a problem before because I had probably 250 apps on an iPhone. <laughs> oh I mean, it's going back an a few alcoholic. years. Alcoholic, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I, I've really started kind of going through it, and not just since you know, the beginning of this year, but really look at, okay, why did I download this app in the first place? Is it a restaurant app that I only used once to order something? Is it this retailer I've never been to? So I've really tried to go through and, first of all, not download these apps I don't need, but go through and purge the ones. I've, I've, I don't even remember what they're doing there. Yeah, little pro tip there, too. Um it doesn't count if you just, you know, hold down and then click uninstall. You, if you made an account on that app, you actually need to go in and delete the account itself. Otherwise, you're just going to have some unused account floating around out there and you won't even know what it's for. Especially if you allowed it to share information with any other apps you had. Another one of mine is this was some inspiration from Kim. She did some great photo tips recently. And I always think about cleaning up my photo gallery and then I get overwhelmed and I don't do it. But she said that when she's watching TV or something else, just kind of mindless, she'll just scroll through her photos and clean things up as she goes. That's, I think, such a better way to do it than thinking like, okay, I need to comb through 
six years of pictures right now and <laughs> get all the duplicates and all the junk out. So that is definitely on my list too, to actually clean out my photos. Well, actually, while we're on that subject, uh, we just did a podcast about organizing photos with Kim. So I interviewed her about uh, how to organize your photos and get them scaled down and put them in different folders. And it's just the whole nine yards. So if you do have a ton of photos on your phone, uh, this is a great one to even use AI to help organize your photos. Some of my favorites, uh, you know, I was just thinking about this this morning, actually, is using my calendar to schedule side work. So I want to read more. I want to read at least 30 minutes a day and uh, do other things, working on my side business. And um, so I want to organize that. I mean, I usually am up working for, you know, an hour to two hours early in the morning. But I want to do it more organized and every day and every week. And I do. I do. I believe habits are very, very important. And the other thing that um, I was thinking about, I was watching a podcast this morning, is uh, is staying away from distractions and staying focused. So one of the things here at work is I have when a new email comes in on the bottom right hand side of the screen, it just pops up and says, oh, it's Allie sending you the conf- confirmation. Oh, it's Ben <laughs> or whatever it is. I'm going to take that little square off and have it stop doing that because That's a good idea. Uh, it's it's distracting. It, and then just, you know, try to set an alarm or something to rec- to uh, check your email at the top of every hour or something. I don't think you have to be. There's a study about essentially when you get yourself into like deep work mode and you're really yes. focused and you're really yes. moving along if you get distracted and kind of knocked out of that by something like an email it takes 20 minutes to get yourself back in that zone so yeah you you waste so much time um, when you just get you know momentarily distracted well Mike let me know if that that works because yeah I mean I'm, we're going back 15 20 years but I still I, I open email as soon as it comes in or as soon as yeah. I I, why is that? Why, I mean, I, I think pe- some people expect their response right away. We're in this, you know, this so immediate world right now. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to try it. All yeah. right. So it's the Tech Refresh podcast. And one of the things we promise every week is we keep you posted on what's going on with the digital lifestyle that includes you from getting scammed. So every week we talk about a new scam you need to watch out for. And this week, it's typo squatting. Well, it's a scam that's an extension of one you might already be familiar with called cyber squatting. And that's where uh, scammers buy domain names to set up fake sites that pretend to be real businesses. You know, click on a bad link in an email or text and you show up on a fake site that might look like the real thing. And it's asking for your login info or other you know sensitive data like banking details. Well, now you have what's called typo squatting. And it's a variation where you know, these bad actors buy domains that are purposefully you know, misspellings of real sites, maybe a letter or two off. And the hope is that your typos, when you're trying to go to these real sites, will accidentally take you to these scam sites instead. So that way, you know, they don't have to lure you there. You just you just show up because of, you know, fat fingers or whatever. And again, the fake websites might want your logins, banking info. You know, maybe they'll try to get you to download some kind of malware. Uh, some sites might even try to sell you actual actual products, but instead of the real deal, you get knockoffs or absolutely nothing at all. So, you know, always watch for the little tells and unsolicited messages like strangely worded sentences or links that seem a bit off. And to avoid being taken advantage of by typo squatting, just double check that you typed in the right web address. Uh, we've got all the info on this, including a new warning about it issued by the Better Business Bureau at commando.com definitely something to watch out for thank you ben and up next we've got a guy that 
had some trouble seeing that was helped out by some special glasses. We'll tell you about that next on Tech Refresh from Commander.com. Thanks for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast, heard exclusively on the Tech You Should Know podcast from Commander.com. If you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so you get these podcasts delivered automatically every week with the uh, Tech You Should Know podcast. It also gets you the special feature podcast, including this week's, as we already talked about, about organizing photos. And we have uh, somebody came out with some special glasses to help a colorblind see more clearly. So, yeah, earlier in the podcast, we talked about CES and eyeglasses and, you know, it's specific features like augmented reality that most people associated with, you know, quote unquote, smart glasses today. Well, it doesn't always have to be. So just ask a guy from Georgia named McKinley Irves, otherwise just known as Mac. See, Mac was born colorblind and has always had trouble differentiating shades of red and green. He didn't even realize that he had that vision problem until middle school. But for his 22nd birthday at the beginning of this month, his friends decided to band together and show Mac what he's been missing out on with a pair of eyeglasses that correct color blindness. And Mac posted a video on Twitter of his first experience with the glasses, which has since gone viral. The tweet has garnered about 185,000 likes, but the 55-second video attached has been viewed over 2 million times. Yeah, and videos of like... Um, have you seen the ones where, you know, maybe it's a baby who's deaf, who gets, um, who hears its parent for the first oh, time. Oh yeah. And then the yeah. eyes oh. light up. Yeah. yeah. Or like someone seeing for the first time. Those are right up there for me with like soldier and dog reuniting videos. Mm-hmm. Those always make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even really know about these. Uh, you know, you, they look like regular glasses. I guess it's just how the, they're tinted or, you know, cause I even went and looked and there, it's not just the brand that he bought, but there's others. I came across just doing a search, and they're usually north of a hundred bucks. But uh, they just look like regular glasses, and they're not how cheap all to completely change his life. So, yeah. All right. If you'd like to comment about the podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcasts at commando.com. Again, that's podcasts plural at commando.com. On behalf of Ben and Allie, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. And for the latest digital news and articles anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K O M A N D O. 